My day's just getting started. Oh, is it? Woke up feeling fresh, feeling funky. I'm so jealous. I've done like so much shit today already. See, I'm jealous of that to get a productive day already. I, like I, I, I worked out at seven, and then at eight thirty, I had to take my truck in for servicing. My fucking fancy new truck, like, had, I don't know what it was, but it's like, after the software update, it just like reboots on its own while I'm driving. Oh. Like it did twice on the way to the thing. And like, no, I love my truck it when it works. Yeah. But like after this, I'm just like, what the fuck is that? Oh my God. It was, it was kind of scary. That is scary. Yeah. Imagine if it stops working like while you're like driving in the middle of nowhere, Michigan, Detroit. Oh my God. Like it, it doesn't like stop. It doesn't like, you know. It didn't stop in the road or stop working per se, but like all the screens went black. Oh. Where it's like you couldn't see how fast you were going. You couldn't see like the map anymore. And like I didn't know where this dealership was. It happened twice. It like it would reboot and restart again, but like mm-hmm. it's so annoying. So hopefully nobody that works for Rivian listens to this podcast. Damn. Yeah. otherwise though i love the truck um and then afterwards i worked on like um a cool thing that i worked on was i'm coming out with like a soda oh my god yeah but it's only local um it's with a local person so they're gonna be like the fago of (laughs) pretty much pretty much so it's like so it's this company called Casamara club and they make like amaro sodas and very like spice forward seltzers and drinks Mm -hmm. and like this one that we've been working on is like only spices no sugar it's super refreshing and it's supposed to like go with spicy food and i'm super excited um Mm. to like come out with this and we just like we just what was it we just like went to another person that we know owns a brewery and we just like filled like a huge tank with water and all of the extracts in it today and we're going to stick that in the fridge and we're going to carbonate it and then we're going to bottle it all and put it in cans and like the the labeling is so cute i'm so excited can you talk about that on the podcast let's just like have this count huh <laughs> let's just have this count like i know like this will be the intro yeah yeah well, have you started in- recording already yeah oh i didn't realize you pressed recording oh we were we've been talking for like 3 minutes and uh, here I am, totally off the cuff. <laughs> yeah, totally off the cuff, unrehearsed, un- yeah. untucked. Your Sorry. skin looks great today, by the way. Today? I mean, better than <laughs> extra you <know>. good? <laughs> you know, ever since I got that sleep machine and been sleeping well, people are like, oh my god, your face just looks um, so much better. You're like glowing. And then I'm like... No, for crazy real. What, like, crazy what a good sleep does to a person. <laughs> well, yeah, you have you have literally, technically, like, I know how long you've been. And I don't know if you'd like talk about this, and I don't, I don't know. You're, but I don't it was like you're a struggle like, to get my machine. It was like it's been an ongoing process for almost two years. <laughs> yeah, you've been pretty much. You have not slept, and as a friend, I can attest to this. You have not slept well in two years. Yeah, it's and so like you look so good. I mean, you're also like, you know, my internet sucks and you're super blurry and pixelated right now, but I can even tell through that you look amazing. 
Good enough to fuck. Just kidding. <laughs> Good enough to eat. <laughs> Good enough to bang. <laughs> so anyways, if anyone uh, thinks listen to this podcast, I'm kidding. <laughs> she's not kidding. She's not kidding. Have drop kidding. us a DM. They you always say there's a, there's a truth behind every joke. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, with that being said, welcome to <laughs> One for the Table. <laughs> I'm John Kung. And I'm Kim Chi. And we're here to cure your Monday blues. If you're listening to this podcast on Monday, and if you're listening to this any other day of the week, well, well, I hope you're having a great week. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, John is releasing Uh, a soda. Yeah, so it's going to be like hyper-localized. I don't know if it'll be for sale online. I think they said do sell online, but like we're still figuring out distribution, but it's like a hyper-limited run. I think it's called like Sunshine, Liquid Sunshine or some Sunshine something. But it's like... Liquid Sunshine. It's cardamom, coriander, Szechuan peppercorn, um, and lemongrass. Um, so that's those are the spices that are in this. And... Mm-hmm. We had just been working on like for the past like year since winter time pretty much we've been just working on like quantities of each, and we're gonna put that into with soda water and that's it. So there's gonna be like no sugar, no juice. So it's, it's not just too like sweet. a really not too sweet. Um, there might be like a sweetened version sometime down the road depending on how well this does. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it's gonna it's gonna take off and do well at least locally. We might do like a pop up as well. Uh, uh, I think you should find a way to like distribute it nationwide because locally it's just really sad. Like I want to. I mean, from that's like the hearing thing, though, like mm-hmm. I'm also like you know I'm also working on a fragrance too with a local person who does things by like. There's something about the great thing about living in Detroit is like I have all of these relationships with people who are really good at just making like handmade small batch things that allow us to like make the best version of everything. And the only problem with that is you can't scale like what we do. And just because like I have a platform now and stuff like that, like I'm still very much like, you know, I'm fine with making things that I'm, I'm fine with making things that will like might disappear and people only have like one chance to experience it because I'll do other stuff. I'll do other stuff later on. And, um, yeah, so the fragrance that I'm working on is a mix of chocolate and Palo Santo. Sounds like it's a sexy smell. It's a sexy oh. smell. It sounds yeah. like um, you're gonna get your ass ate. If you will wear yeah. it. <laughs> it, it. It's something. It's something that you would wear if you want your ass ate. Yeah, but let me show you. I'm gonna show Kim the label. No, none of you guys are gonna see because uh, it's not a video podcast. <laughs> see because it's not a video of a podcast. But um, it's backwards. But it says Kung Soda. It's interesting. Oh my god. <laughs> the color looks like um like um one of those like virus molecule like chart. Wait, hold on, there we go. Yeah, it looks like a virus particle. It's like an organic machine like flower thing. Okay. <laughs> I'm just giving you my honest first yeah, reaction. I know. Um, I know. So, but is it still like, in the work or is it is, finalized? No, it's gonna go on a can. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Well, well, there's that. 
Well, I'm sure the product is delicious. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm actually shocked at those colors. I thought I'm not. I'm not. It's not here. very. It's, well, no, 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 no. It's it, like I understand. It's not me at all. But it's still like the design ethic. I really like it because it's something different. It gives. It's giving me like energy drink vibes. Oh, but it's definitely not that. But I don't worry. I'm happy oh, for you for this I guess collaboration. It is, it's. It might also be like the lighting that I shot it in. Hmm. I think it's more like this. It's also probably hard to tell over like a computer screen, mm-hmm. but this is probably. It's you, not you know, your style. Maybe, maybe it look better in person. <laughs> <laughs> No, you usually have mop. Thanks. You, usually have good taste, though. You know, I go. Oh my god, it looks great. It looks great. No, no, I, I, I believe you. <laughs> you know, happy, happy for you. Thanks, thanks, thank you, <laughs> thank you so much. I mean, it's cool that you know the brands are collaborating with AAPI and LGBTQIA <laughs> creators in times like these. Oh my god. You know, uh, no matter how ugly the label. Oh my gosh! But I'm sure they so know what they're really... doing. You know, I'm sure. Yeah. Anyways, it's, but your cookbook looks delicious. great. The cover looks great. <laughs> I'm very excited for the cookbook. Well, the cookbook—that's good because the cookbook I consulted on the design on personally. So perfect. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I hate you. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, how's your day doing? Um, uh, my week has been really interesting. So, um, earlier this week when I was in New Jersey for a gig, and then was um, it a DJ or a drag gig? It was a DJ gig, which was really fun. Look at you. But um, all I ate was um, like just like breakfast sandwiches that I posted our um podcast uh-huh. Instagram about. Yeah. But afterwards, I don't know what it is up. But in the middle of my DJ set, I got like the bubble guts. Oh, um, oh no, not in the middle. <gasps> I know. What happened? And then, um, you shit yourself. So then, like, you know, it was like me DJing and then Aquarius after me. I was texting Aquarius, mm-hmm. like, Aquarius, could you please come just like five minutes early? Like, my stomach is like bubbling, but um, she was like busy doing stuff, so she didn't even see the text. So she finally like showed up and it was her time. And I'm like, I gotta go right now. And I like ran to the dressing room, <laughs> shut my brains out. And then after that, um, you know, I had to fly home, which is like a six-hour flight. Mm-hmm. And that six-hour flight, I shit seven times on the plane. Oh, my God. Damn. And then what even you, when wait, I got what home. what was it that you ate? Wait, even when I got home, I continued to shit water for the next, like, three days. You got full on. That's That's like salmonella. That's like bad chicken. That is... Or which you can actually get from like unwashed spinach these days, but like mm-hmm. this one a sandwich. I mean, the sandwich was really good when it was going down. It was a sweet French well, toast with wait. Pork. wait, wait. <laughs> Did you post about the sandwich that gave you like fucking food poisoning on your Instagram? No, that's literally what I just said. I posted. Oh, on- <laughs> is it still up there? Yeah. 
But I mean, I posted it when I was eating it. It was like before I got the food oh, poisoning. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you should take it off before somebody takes you on your advice and goes there and gets food poisoning. Well, I didn't tag the place where I got it from. Oh, okay. I'm really glad you looked at this post. <laughs> well, you're telling me about it now. Well, um, I mean, the sandwich was a great deal. It was like less than $8. <laughs> and it was French toast with like so much cheese and then like... Two eggs and like a pork roll. Oh, on our page, this one. Yes, yes. I saw this one. I liked this one. It look actually, yes. lo it does look really, really good. So this one gave you the shits, huh? Yeah. Ooh, that's an that's unfortunate because that looks you like know a, that is a tasty. We should probably take this off. Well, well I guess I it doesn't make it. A, you know, it's part of my history. Do an update. It is what it's it was. True. It was what I ate. I mean, for for eight dollars. I mean, that's a great deal, right? It's something you'd never find in L.A. Yeah. Eight, <laughs> well, no, maybe food poisoning you could find in L.A. No, but like $8 sandwich? No. An $8 sandwich? Yeah. Oh, my God. I um, went to a cafe the other day. Avocado toast was $20. Where? In L.A.? In L.A., yeah. Why is it so expensive, even for... I don't know. So, but... We ordered it anyway, thinking it was going to be some like special, amazing like avocado toast and like right. Because when it's twenty dollars, it has to be something more, right? No, like the avocado was like watery, and then like the bread was like store bought bread. It was literally like guacamole and like a store bought bread. I was like, "This is twenty dollars. This is twenty dollars." Like y'all, y'all. Uh uh. Name uh -uh. the restaurants. Say their names. What is it? What was the place called? It's really funny because they closed down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I didn't love that restaurant. <laughs> no, I, I didn't love them. It was actually a cafe. Um, they did have good coffee. Uh, okay. But I just don't understand why an avocado toast has to be $20 for... No, like seriously. I don't... I feel like people who charge that much for like mm -hmm. an avocado toast are the type of people that like... They probably just hate millennials, and they're mm. just doing everything they can to like own us. We're like, they were like, "Oh, millennials like avocado toast. We're just gonna have it on the menu and like make whatever money we can from them and not try at all." But like, you know, and then charge you something like twenty dollars for it. Like, oh my god! Well, In is, like, California, had... where you grow all of them. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, I've had like great avocado toast where yes, it comes in like a I've... thick piece of like seedy bread. And then, you know, yes. like, when they cut the avocado, they, like, cut the avocado, like, slice it, and then, like, and it's flattened beautiful it out. And fan so, like, it, out. it looks like, yeah, so it looks like an, almost like an artwork, yeah. and then it's cut And then they put, like, a toast. poached egg on it. Mm -hmm. um, and then some, like, edible flowers and some, like, thinly sliced, like, radish and crap, like. Yeah, I have had avocado. Av I've, okay, so I've had, like, a $20 avocado. Well, it wasn't $20, but probably, like, 16 or 18 bucks for avocado toast. But it had, like, smoked salmon on it. Mm -hmm. um, there was, like, you could get prosciutto on it. And it was always an egg, always, like, half or an entire avocado. Like, half an avocado on each piece of toast. Like, it, even though it's, like, a few bucks to make yourself, like, all the work that actually goes into a good thing of avocado toast would should make it worth that much in an expensive city i mean like would i pay 20 dollars for that like you know in the freaking michigan suburb no i would not but i also wouldn't expect them to actually like make it to that standard out there yeah so anyways inflation well, is real Birmingham. yeah inflation is real well <laughs> sounds like they were just bad business people
Probably. And then another thing, artisanal burgers are so expensive nowadays, too. Well, what's an artisanal burger to you? Okay, so, like, so you know how, like, the burger trend maybe, like, five years ago, even, like, ten or five to ten years ago, was, like, these thick patties on, like, a pretzel mm-hmm. bun, and then they mm-hmm. pile it so high with ingredients that, like, you basically have to, like, eat it with a fork and a knife. Yeah, you, you can't have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, okay, first of all, pretzel bun, as delicious as it is, it's not practical it's, for a burger, especially a loaded one, because the meat mm-hmm. and cheese flies around. Like, the bun yeah. doesn't hold anything. Yeah, yeah, Everything yeah, yeah, just, yeah. like, flies around in it. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, um, screw fuck pretzel buns for burgers. I love a brioche bun. But, like, the trend nowadays is um, um, smash burgers, you know? Yeah. And see, so, I don't see... I don't think of them like as th- so like the big thick ones. Those are steakhouse burgers. Those are those are places that like the only place that you should be having like a really really thick burger place is like a steakhouse burger where they're like grinding their meat fresh. So like mm-hmm. when you have if you order your if you order your burger at your own risk, but like if I trust a steakhouse, I would order it like medium rare, a little bit pink in the middle, or have it almost be like a little bit like tartare in the middle, because that's the risk I'll take at that kind of restaurant. And that's what makes those burgers really good to me. Um, but then like, you know, smash burgers, which you can get at like a lot of places that specialize it in, in smash burgers, like those are those are two just different burgers that like should exist in the world. Because um, I love them both. Uh, but that is like we are right. A lot, of, a lot of, there's a lot more smash burgers out right now. Yeah, it's just everywhere. But um, bad smash burgers are awful, though. Yeah, that's exactly where it's getting at. Um, yeah. So this like burger place opened up um, right by my house, and it's like their second location. Mm-hmm. And apparently, it's like really popular place, and they're like special. It's like oh, we make the burger from the movie, the menu. Wow. <laughs> What? Um, That's just a basic smash burger. I know, I know, I know, I know. So I went, line was long as hell. The burger was not cheap either. 15 bucks for like a single smash burger. And oh, shit. <laughs> the bun they put like the smash burger on was like so dry that it was like almost brittle. And then oh. like the meat wasn't like crispy enough for like a smash burger. Right. So, because, like, a bad smash burger, like, a bad smash burger is is literally just a shitty fast food burger. Yeah. If it's not crispy and the bun isn't right, like, it's still all, like, pretty cheap ingredients. Mm-hmm. Like, the beauty of a good smash burger is cheap ingredients that you put the care into it to make it good. Like you, you make the sauce. You you make sure you get the onions in there if you want it with the onions. Mm-hmm. You make sure the edges are nice and crispy and overdone. Like that's the whole point. You have no good ingredients to rely on to make a smash burger good if you mess it up. Like if I don't see that caramelizations on like that layer of meat, and if it's the bun is like not like soft and fluffy, almost like a potato bun, then I don't yeah. want it. Also, yeah. why are you even bothering? Not at all. Like, we I know what know. a good smash burger is supposed to taste like. I don't know. Burgers are, like, what I'm just being like, everybody does it, but not everybody does it well, you know? It's true. Like, for me, I do not consider burgers, like, an everyday food. Like, they are a special treat to me. I yes. love, love, yes. love burgers so much that, like, I won't 
I won't just go to a fast food restaurant to eat it. I will go to a place if I'm going to spend my time. I'm going to I'm going to like eat something that is let's like you know call spade a spade. Eat something that's like that bad for me. Like I want the best experience. Absolutely. For, yeah. Kill me, no. but let me thank you for it. <clears throat> what is your favorite cheese on a burger? You'll be judged based on your answer. Um, it depends on the burger. So for a steakhouse burger, I probably like something a little bit funkier. Like I like a blue cheese mm-hmm. or a gorgonzola. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for a smash burger, I just like a plain sharp cheddar. So you like sharp cheddar on a smash burger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've also done it the way that, quote, they do it in the um, menu where he used, like, the craft singles. And I like that, too. I mean, like... No, I, I understand cheddar. But I just think, like, American cheese, it's like people look down on it and don't consider it, like, a real cheese. There's, like, mm-hmm. magic up on it, how it gets, like, melty and just, like, holds all the ingredients together and on the a way that burger. it kind of, like... I get it. The way that it almost, like... I don't say this as a disparaging description, but it kind of melts on your burger like plastic. Yes. Like, it's smooth. It's mm-hmm. smooth. And I do like that. I do like that. I like the mildness of it quite a bit, but I also like a little bit of tang. Like, I like a little bit of rich, tangy flavor. Um, mm. Especially, I like, I like a lot of raw onions. I, no matter what burger I like, I also like mm-hmm. raw onions, and I feel like cheddar is a great foil to like a raw onion. What's your favorite fast food burger? My favorite fast food, uh, it would be In-N-Out. Okay, yeah. It's, it's solid. Yeah. It's solid. Uh, but when I, when, okay, now, all the people that are listening, when I choose my favorite fast food burger, things that are taking into consideration, not just, not it's not just flavor. Like I also like In-N-Out because they treat their workers really well. And also the burger, literally, it's like less than five bucks for a burger. Yeah, it's economical. They pay their workers really well, and it's delicious. It's a very, very tasty burger that you don't feel bad for, like, ordering because they're not, like, you know, exploiting their workers. So, yeah, that's that's the reason why I like In-N-Out. Apart from that, I also like, what's the second, my second favorite? After that, I just order fried chicken sandwiches from like Popeyes. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's my. Yeah, that's oh, reasonable. And the spicy fried chicken sandwich at Wendy's ain't bad either, actually. Okay. Um, have you ever had the protein style burger from In and Out? Is that the one where it's like wrapped in lettuce? Yes. Have you ever had it? I. Th- okay, I like I'm not recall. like a low carb person, you know? Yeah. Clearly. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I tried protein study the other day. It's actually really, really good because um, but is it they a use, hot lettuce? It's not hot lettuce. Um, they like wrap it to you fresh, and you obviously you eat it right away. But uh-huh. they put in so much like layers of like iceberg lettuce on it. Uh huh. That's still crispy. That like it gives like a crunchy, cooling sensation. With the oh, um, I do love a hot and cold. But like the um, there's like actually a satisfying crunch because they put in like a good amount of like mm-hmm. iceberg lettuce to wrap it, and it's it's actually pretty good. Okay. So maybe try it next time. You know what? I already know what my second favorite burger is because 
there it, it's under very specific conditions but i think we have talked about this on the podcast before but i'm i like white castle i was gonna say that's my favorite <laughs> that's what burger I love, too i love a crave case especially within the conditions that within the conditions in life that leads you to getting a crave case yes or the jalapeno white castle sliders like Back in my 20s like i'm if i'm going to a party i'm yes. bringing a crave case um uh, with half american cheese half jalapeno cheese and you bring the crave case to the party where people are like drinking and like partying you are the most popular like, you're gonna be there. the hero of that party yes Agreed. Agreed. And also, who doesn't like some chicken rings? I don't know how they get them to be rings, but they're rings. Chicken rings at 5 o'clock in the morning after the afters. Oh. I'm never up that late, so I wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) We used to... Why can't the burgers are delicious? And it's like so looked down on people for no reason. I think because they're, they're freaked out by the fact that they steam their burgers. Mm. But like, that's what makes it better, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, it's not greasy, I guess. Yeah, not that like I'm eating like burger to like feel better about myself. Isn't it the oldest burger chain? Is it? Is it? I feel like it is. I feel like there's something about White Castle. White Castle is an American regional hamburger restaurant chain with 345 locations in 13 states, greatest presence in the Midwest, founded in September 13, 1921 in Wichita, Kansas, generally credited as the world's first fast food hamburger chain. Oh, work. Damn. Work, She's been here for a minute. A legend. Legend. I'm really glad, though. I live in... um... West Coast, where there's no White Castle, because <laughs> like, you'd be up. Like I don't eat a lot of that fast every food, day. and like in my life, you know. But like when I traveled, you know, like I just mm-hmm. eat fast food because like that's consistent, and I know usually I'm not going to get food poisoning from it, you know. Yeah. Um. So White Castle is like a special treat I get when I'm like in the areas. I think is White Castle one of their. Restaurants where you can actually, like, they do table service on Valentine's Day. Oh, do they? I don't I know I think that. I read that somewhere. I don't know if that was a gimmick or something like that, but they do, like, reservations on Valentine's Day. Oh. Or they did that for one Valentine's Day, which work. I think that's kind of amazing. Have you ever had Culver's? Yes, and I don't get it. You're not a fan of the home of the Butterburgers and Frozen Custard? Oh, maybe it was because I didn't have the frozen custard. But I did have, like, I dated somebody, like, a, it was it happened a long time ago. Um, mm-hmm. So I was dating this guy, and he was, like, overjoyed to see that there was, like, a Culver's in Madison Heights. And so we stopped and got it. And I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't they have, like, hush puppies, too? Or... Mm-hmm. or they had like they had a bunch of stuff. Oh, they no, they also had like deep fried cheese curds. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they definitely had cheese, cheese curds. Yeah, yeah, they had cheese curds or stuff, and I was like, "That's great," but like the guy was from Wisconsin, so he was bringing me fresh cheese curds, and so I was like, "Well, the stuff that you get me is better." So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. So yeah, Culver's is like, it's, uh, you know, last time I had Culver's was in high school. Um, 
And I, you know, because I was like third poor at the time, whenever I would like get it with my like, what little allowance I had, I remember mm-hmm. thinking like, wow, this is really good. But also my taste wasn't like developed back then. So I don't know if it's like the memory that makes it better or if like the burger. Well, the next time you come good. back, we should go. The next time you come back, we'll go to Culver's and we'll go to White Castle. And do a little compare and contrast. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, before before we started this podcast, before we started this podcast, we did say that we wanted to go to mm-hmm. a city that had In N Out, uh, Shake Shack, Five Guys. Yes. I think those are like the three chains. Mm-hmm. In N Out, Shake Shack, and Five Guys. And the credentials was like it can't be a state where one of those chains is like the home state. So it couldn't be California and stuff. And it had to like, they all had to be like out of state chains within that state. And I think it was like Colorado that has all three of them. And we oh, were going to yeah. actually do a side by side warm burger in person testing. Maybe it'll be a fun YouTube video one day. That could be like, we would have to like, we have to make sure that like, Everything had to be fair. So, like, mm-hmm. we'd have to get an Airbnb that was the same distance from all of the chains at the same time within the reasonable time and distance where, like, you can get back in it where they would also be fresh and warm. We'd have to send a person out at the same time, three people out, and bring or, it all back in so they all get there at the same So we could do, like, a side-by-side warm burger testing and be like, the, which um, one is the best? The altitude in Denver would affect our taste. Do you really? Really? I don't know. I'm, I'm I mean, asking. yeah. I mean, like you are more muted to salty tastes at high altitude. That's why, I like, wait, hold on, food. hold that thought for a second. Oh, I got oh, the do coffee. You need to take pee. a break. I got a coffee okay. pee. I'll be right All back. All right, we'll be right back after a coffee pee. <laughs> All right, and we're back. Did you? Was, was that good? You do feel better. Crazy how coffee has this ability where you're like sitting there feeling fine, and the next thing you know, it's like pee now or your bladder will burst. <laughs> I I think that's also the difference between iced coffee drinkers and hot coffee drinkers. Like I don't think it's it's as extreme because we also are not drinking like the melted ice water, so we probably don't drink mm. as much water. Mm. I've been drinking hot coffee. Why? Has it been For cold the past in LA? Like two years, I've been drinking hot coffee. Really? Yeah. I thought you were like an iced coffee only person. I am not an iced coffee only person. We've had this oh. conversation. Have we? You know, because LA is like a little cold in the morning. I like to wake up and hold the hot <laughs> mug in my hands and take slow sips as I look out the window and think to myself, what kind of day will I be having today? <laughs> It doesn't matter what kind of, like, how, what temperature, unless it's, like, 75 degrees or above, I'm having a hot beverage. Yeah, you old person. Yeah, I think that is an old person thing. You know what? I own it. I own it. Embrace. Embrace your 40s. I do. I, I, okay, not yet, but getting there. (laughs) Soon. Thank you. Soon. Soon, but not yet. But I, I will be. When it's time, I have actually told people that I was 40 years old just because, like, in my mind, like, I was so, re- I'm so ready for it. Mm-hmm. That, like, I think I've been telling people that I'm 40 already. And they're like, Are you really? And I was like, Oh, wait, no, I'm not. Not yet. I feel like you're going to be like one of those people, like, 
in 10 years, we're going to see an article in Next, Next Shark. 50-year-old chef shocks people with his like, young visuals. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really just like, it's really just like young people not realizing like, hey, if you take care of yourself, you'll look all right for quite yeah. a while. Like, it's amazing how like sunscreen every day and not smoking or drinking a lot will do for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, just, no, just kidding. I know. <laughs> well, no, you're sleeping now, so you're looking great. Um, what were we talking about? Burgers? Burgers, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but you know what? Mm-hmm. Also... Call me trashy, but every now and then, a McDouble from McDonald's hits the spot. No, that's great. You know what I miss? Did you what? ever have the... Uh, I might be aging myself again, but Arch Deluxe. Arch Deluxe? Art, the Arch Deluxe was a McDonald's burger that was probably in like the early 90s or whatnot. And it was like supposed to be their quote adult burger but i think mm. it was really just like their burger sauce with horseradish in it <gasps> so it was a little spicy <gasps> and it failed it failed like so so bad it failed terribly but what? even as like a kid it was my favorite burger at mcdonald's was the arch deluxe and i loved it i i was like eight years old or something like that I mean, but it was at so yeah, I actually used to date somebody that worked in an Arby's. Hot. I used to get like food from there. It was like my first boyfriend, actually. Because they have the horsey yeah, stuff. The horsey like the yeah. Yeah, 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 that stuff was great. That stuff was great. Yeah, yeah. And so I can't. Even, I'm sure, like maybe that burger was like too spicy for like a lot of like McDonald's regular clientele. I'm assuming. I don't know. Probably. Okay, here I'm looking it up. The Arch Deluxe was a hamburger. Sold by McDonald's in 1996 and marketed towards adults. It had the largest advertising and promotional budget in fast food history at the time. It was soon discontinued after failing to become popular and considered one of the most expensive flops of all time. You know what, McDonald's? I am riding for you. I think it's about time that we had, like, I, I think it's it's time for her comeback. Um, I, I think we're ready. Uh <laughs> The Arch Deluxe. We hear you. We hear. We, we see, see you. you. And you know, I think the world now is ready for the um, Arch McDeluxe again. Yes. Wait, I'm I'm looking at the new secret sauce for grown-ups made of mustards and mayo. So it was mustards, not horseradish. But let me see. Arch Deluxe, blah, 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 blah. It really didn't send. It really didn't say anything. It doesn't say anything about like what was in it. Oh, yeah, here we go. Quarter pound of beef, split top, potato flour, sesame seed bun, topped with a circular piece of peppered bacon, lettuce, leaf, tomato, American cheese, onions, ketchup, and Dijonais, a portmanteau of Dijon mustard and mayonnaise sauce. Yeah, that sounds great. And it failed. Yeah. Just like all things in life. Yeah. She never got the chance that she need, she deserved. Mm-hmm. 
Fly, little one, fly. (laughs) (laughs) Spread your wings like a little butterfly. But yeah, that's crazy. Biggest flop of all time. Imagine being like the person that came up with the campaign. Oh my God. I remember seeing those commercials too. Like there was... It, I remember the commercial. The commercial was this guy who was at a bring your parent to school day. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. And they talked about their jobs and stuff. And the guy was like, oh, yeah, I make the fries. I make the nuggets. I make the Big Macs. And I even make the Arch Deluxe. And the kids all just went, ew. <laughs> so I guess, like, you know, starting off by, like, Having a whole bunch of people going ew to your burger, no matter whether they're kids or not, yeah, probably isn't a good re- way to like advertise. <laughs> they spent the equivalent, like the equivalent of five hundred and sixty million dollars advertising this burger. That's crazy! Oh my god! We're like, who has that kind of money? It- you know, most people will be happy with even just like a million. Yeah, you're right. But maybe maybe we're not we're just not charging enough for our ad campaigns. If this is what like advertising bu- budgets are for like shitty burgers. Yeah. Uh, shitty burger is my favorite burger, but like I'll love like I would even like a little fraction of like what like Jennifer Aniston got paid for like smart water. You know? What did she get paid for smart water? I have no idea, but I'm, I'm assuming it's a lot. <laughs> it's probably a lot of money. Mm. But you know what? We don't need money to be happy. I don't know. It's pretty expensive being your friend. What? <laughs> when have I ever required you to do anything that pays money? You, don't answer you have, question. You have, I'm kidding. I'm joking. If anything, you probably save money by being my friend because you have a place to stay when you come to LA. Um. I do. I do. You mean my room? Your room, yeah, and <laughs> you get to use my car. <laughs> I do, and I, I, have all those, gym, I have all though. those snacks here for you. You save money on food, mm-hmm. you know. And then return. You tell me everything that is wrong with my life, and then start fixing things around the house. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, did you know that this light bulb has been out? And I'm like, I've actually didn't. No, no, You've I literally been shitting in the dark. For like a year. <laughs> what can I say? I'm a low maintenance person. <laughs> uh, are your poops better now that you can actually like see? Yes. Okay, good. Well, um, maybe not this week, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oof. Oof. But, oh is it God. like so hard? Because this is actually, we're, we're talking about touring or like a a little tour for my book and stuff and everybody that i've talked to who has toured you you included say like it is so hard to eat well or healthy Mm -hmm. while on tour Mm -hmm. why well a lot of people like don't like notice you know but like a lot of people think like oh it must be awesome being able to like travel to all these places let me tell we you something. Have time to do anything in any of those of course, places. Occasionally, we do have time to like see places, but most of the time, you only see like D 
the airport and like the venue that you're going to be working at and the hotel. Yeah. And it's not like go to a new city and then like the finest cuisine there. No. Mm -hmm. Like um, a lot of these places, especially like in America, like like, a lot of the small towns, Mm -hmm. it is just really hard to find like a good vegetable option. Yeah. Not even interesting food, like just Mm -hmm. food. Especially like if you can't, if you don't have the resources, not even resources, if you're in a hotel, you're not cooking your food yourself. You can't even like get yourself like a, make yourself like a sandwich in some of these hotel rooms because they don't even have places, you know, like let's say like your work is done even after like 9 p.m., Mm -hmm. which is like early by my standards. A lot of places will be closed and the only thing, uh, only option that's available is either fast food or like a pizza place. Yeah. You could always get a warm salad from those pizza places. What is up with them? Did you ever see the Family Guy skit about the um, salad from pizza places? It's so true. It's like, it's put so in a whole true. carrot. Um, <laughs> just throw in some like, random olives from out the can. Yeah. And then put the um, entire salad then, on top of the pizza box so it gets nice and hot. Yep, yep. <laughs> and then they'll call then, it a Greek salad. <laughs> yes. And the dressing is always like that. Um, and all the pickled, all the pickled banana peppers and the pickled jalapenos that you wish were on your pizza, they're in the salad. Yes. Or there's a salad for the toppings that you wanted on your pizza. Yes, because when I order jalapenos and um, banana pepper on my pizza, I want there to be at least one or at least half of it in every bite. Yep. But like, it's almost as if they put like one slice, just like one pickle. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, like one tiny little sliver, one tiny ring of the cut jalapeno that they like. But then you put it. Then you ask. But then you ask for it on the salad. They give you like one of those little clamshell containers that's got like seven of those peppers uh-huh. in there. You don't know what to do with them because they didn't even bother cutting them up. I would order that salad just so I could put those toppings on my pizza. And a lot of times, like when you get so like a large important. pizza delivered, it's almost like thirty dollars nowadays. That's true. You know, I know that flour oil. And then, like, some tomato sauce and cheese did not cost $30. It did not. You know, it did the not. least you can do is make sure that I get a satisfying jalapeno in every bite. It's true. It's true. And I know that and, infra- that extra money ain't going to the people that work there. Otherwise, they would have put the extra stuff on there. And if I'm getting, like, jalapeno in my pizza, I'm not afraid of the spice. Put those jalapenos <laughs> on that pizza. Yeah. Don't deny me. And, like, the apps don't really give you the option to ask for, like, extra spicy, extra jalapeno. Like, yes. people are scared. I think it's also because people are scared that they get complaints. I feel like a lot of people complain about their pizza. Like You know, America, people who complain complains about everything. It's true, but I feel like people who order a lot of pizza and then, like, if something goes wrong, they will actually call the pizza place and try to get, like, something fixed or something free or something like that. Like, it probably happens to pizza chains more than it does in other restaurants, is what I'm saying. Yeah. But also, like, I don't know. People in America are just, like, so spoiled. They want to complain about everything. They're like, oh, my delivery driver rang my doorbell, even though I left in the instruction. Do not ring the doorbell. Oh, oh, my driver, like, didn't bring the food, um, like, to my face. I said specifically said, like, give me the food in person. You know, it's like. And then they'll make a TikTok about it. Yes, the food like delivery person and like the restaurants can never win because no. everybody's always dissatisfied about something, and everybody wants to be like, "Ha, gotcha!" And it's so uh, it makes those jobs so miserable. 
And like, you know, like right now in New York, like with the air being as bad as it is, like mm-hmm. people are like, oh yeah, stay inside. We're staying inside and stuff. And the people who aren't staying inside, the guys on the bikes delivering your food to you and fucking like yeah. being forced to like rush on their bikes and breathing in all that air, like their lungs must mm-hmm. be on fire. Yeah, those poor guys. And also, are people in New York wearing masks? Uh, they should be. I think they're, it's, it's highly recommended that they are right now because I of mean, the mask fires is in Canada. I mean, practice in Asia, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it is like in New York. Well, I think, I think because it's such just a, like a widespread problem with like New York having the worst air quality in the world in some parts right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of them are, but then you'll also see pictures of the equinox where people are doing yoga over all of the smoke in a building. And I was like, well, that's the most New York thing ever. You know, the New Yorkers will say like, we, life must go on. <laughs> life, life must go. Life does not stop. There was mm-hmm. a like, what, 24 hours, 24 hours in the worst of it was the equivalent to where like smoking six cigarettes. Damn. It's crazy. Yeah. I'll call work off and just like stay at home that day. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned what the does to your lungs. You know, their lungs are probably black just from like. Also, like, all those like small particles like getting it. in your eyes, in yeah. your ears. They're asking you to drink more water just so you can have more fluids to flush it all out. It's nuts. Even in Detroit, um, it was pretty bad. It is pretty bad out here right now. I did forget that it was because you can't smell it. You can't smell it. You can't feel it just by being out. So I went for a run yesterday, and that was when it was like, oh, wow, this kind of hurts. So, yeah. What is but you guys are doing all right, though. Normally, normally this is like your territory. I know. LA always has like so many fires, and you hear about like entire neighborhoods burning down. I mean, yeah. that wood somewhere has just begun. <laughs> yeah. Never say never. I know. LA, there's earthquakes, there's fires, there's floods, <laughs> there's mudslides, and yet Traffic. the rent is still through the roof, you know? Yeah, uh, and yet people are still all up in there. Uh-huh. The joy of, like, living in this world. <laughs> but I'll see you pretty soon. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there for a TikTok Pride celebration thing. Next week, right? Mm-hmm. But you said you didn't have time to meet. I'm staying one night. So we're going to hang out one night. Just one. Just one night. But what am I going to do if I miss you so much? Uh, you can, you can like, misery me and, like, break my leg so I can't leave. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually do <laughs> want you to leave at some point. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Right, you got you got to go. It's been great, but um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm playing this game called mm-hmm. Tales of Food right now. Tales of Food. Yeah. Um, the premise is I only started playing because the premise was like so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So. It's a gotcha game um, where Wait, you like what, draw. What's a gotcha game? So a gotcha game is um, it's almost like gambling in a way, but um, there's like so many different characters and they're all like beautifully designed, and uh-huh. then you like spin a ruler to like draw out random characters and then like 
you like form a team with the characters that you draw. Oh, um, is it like that one on the computer? What's it called? Um, Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Similar idea. Yeah. But so this one is called Tales of Food. Mm-hmm. And you're a master um, of this like giant castle. Mm-hmm. And every single character in this game are all boys. Uh-huh. They're all men, like beautiful men, <laughs> like drawn anime style. But yeah. each of them are like souls of a different food. So they're so okay. Um, so it's like hot f- food, but like l- as as hot guys, as, like as a hot men. So, but they're all <laughs> Chinese dishes. Uh-huh. So there's um, Peking duck, sweet and sour white bait, sweet lotus salad. I love white dumpling. Bait. Oh my god! Fully (laughs) chicken. This up right now. Kung Pao chicken, spicy diced chicken, four joy meatballs, um, chicken shrimp pot, dongpo pork, spring roll, (laughs) lamb palmo, stinky perch, honey char siu. And this is on the this is on the computer. It's on the phone. It's a mobile game. Phone. So fried pork has its own like fan page. Um, like yeah, a lot of the characters have like huge following. Shredder Jerky, um, <laughs> has ridiculous abs. Shredded Jerky, uh-huh. Tales of Food. Sh- Shredded Jerky. <laughs> is he like the one with the pink hair? Oh my yes. god, <laughs> that is so funny. And Shredded Jerky is that pork floss? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> They could have just called it pork flash. Shredded jerky looks like Chromatica. He he's getting ready Lady for the Chromatica Gaga. ball. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So um, I saw so just like started playing it for fun. Um, uh huh. Because one of my friends was like, "Hey, check out this game. Will you play with me?" And I was like, "Okay." And one thing led to another, and now I'm the um second highest ranked player in the server. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? So how do you, but then like how do you play? So there's so like you collect these like hot guys that are food. Uh-huh. And then you form a team and uh-huh. then you go on adventure. So there's like a story mode. And then there's like um different modes where you can like collect different ingredients to level up um mm-hmm. your characters. And then there's like a PvP mode. Um and then there's like a monthly event um that also has like a different story mode and Different things. Does it um, cost money to play? No. So okay. you could spend money on it if you want. But, uh-huh. um, yeah, like a lot of my friends were able to play it without like spending a single dime because the game also gives you like a lot of freebies um, to get the players in, you know? Oh, nice. Um, nice. And also, it's like a farming game. So it has like an auto battle feature. So, like, if I'm like working, I'll just like put it on like auto farming mode and then like just get to work and it levels up itself oh nice so it's like low stake like easy breezy fun game of which you're like the second best player right now and in pvp yeah (laughs) (laughs) i was like i'm gonna i'm just gonna take this like in a chill way and then the more i played the more competitive i got (laughs) No, I feel like I'm in a deep hole. <laughs> um, unfood related. Uh, 
the Apple uh, AR headset. I'm I'm curious to know what your thoughts are. What's the AR headset? The AR heads, the Apple goggles. Have you seen that? Have you seen no. the announcement? Oh, they have a virtual reality headset now. Or, well, they're going to release one in a year, but they announce it. You know, I I think VR is really cool. And I've, like, I, I think I'm about to agree with what you're going to say. And I've tried the Oculus. Uh-huh. And I've tried, like, the um, PS, like, PlayStation, like, the VR game. Yeah. And it's fun at first, but then after a while, I don't know, I just kind of, like, after the gimmick wears off, I'm like, okay, back to my regular games. I agree. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's $3,500. Oh my god, that costs even more than a laptop. Yeah. It's a com- they're, they're saying that it's pretty much like a computer that you like put on your face. Mm. Is that going to be like, the future now? I don't know. I don't know. Like, are we going to see like people at the cafe with like these things on their faces? I don't. I think like if there was a space for something like that, um, you can only use it for two hours on the battery life unless you plug it in. Uh, but like, I feel like this would be something that would, if it replaces anything, it would replace mm-hmm. like a desktop computer. Okay. Like, it's not oh really God. supposed to be something that you bring out. Imagine, like, employees at work, now they have, like, they'll have an easier time, like, fooling around on the internet. Oh, my they God. They're, like, one of yeah. those. And the yeah. boss will never know what they're looking at. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, I it, it was announced, and it f- was expensive. I don't really know very much else about it, but and, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. It didn't make me very excited. I was more excited about Final Cut Pro being on the iPad Pro than I was about the headset. <laughs> yeah. What I learned about Apple is never ever purchase the first prototype of anything. Agreed. Just True. wait like a couple of years. By next year, they're going to release like a better one that has more memory, that works even better. And then in two years, it'll probably even, maybe not necessarily yeah, like cheaper, the best version but, of itself. You know? Because there are a lot of kinks to work out. I feel like a lot of people, when it comes to like first designs of everything, of anything, and I'm going to include yeah. my Rivian truck into it, like there are a whole bunch of people, when you have people that love something so much, design the thing, they're willing to overlook small little inconveniences that not everybody, in fact, like most people are not willing to, to look like look over. So it's yeah. like little designy, especially if things are over designed. Mm-hmm. Like I think I think this was like something that a lot of electric cars had an have issues with. Like climate control in my truck can only be changed. Like the direction of the airflow, the temperature can only be changed through the screen, which is so like cumbersome and takes so long. When really, if I want to change like where the air is going, I would rather just like move a toggle that's in front of the vent mm. and have it change right away instead of like try to finagle on like t- a touch screen like it which direction it's going like i don't know what this is like which way it actually is so it's just like oh first generations of everything that are just over designed that it to the point where they're not practical anymore they're definitely just like 
not worth it. Yeah, I remember when iPod first came out, it was heavy as hell. And like the back had like this like mirror back. So every time you touch it, it would like leave a fingerprint and it would get scratched up very easily. And if you dropped it, it was over for you, bitch. Yeah. And it looked it looked really cool, but also, yeah, yeah like over designed, you're absolutely right. Yeah. And we're not here for that. <laughs> we're not. We're not. Well, I think that's about it for our podcast today. Yeah, actually, that's actually our time. So, uh, would you like to leave anyone with anything? Any any parting wisdom? Um, John has photos that are coming out that are interesting looking. Oh my god! <laughs> you could they have look great. They look great. It's just not like my regular design aesthetic, but they look amazing. You could pre-order his book that looks amazing um, on Amazon. (laughs) Oh, please do that, though. Please do that. (laughs) And um, my makeup is available on (laughs) kimchickbeauty.com. You know what? That is fair. No one's sponsoring our podcast but ourselves. We should... Be our own. Didn't you come up with something new? We, we have like a whole bunch of new palettes. You're always coming up with something new, but, but you we have just like recently new launched, stuff, right? For the National Donut Day, we launched a donut palette. Yeah. Uh, three different tells, three different types of um, palettes inspired by the flavors of donuts. So there's maple bacon, rainbow sprinkle, strawberries and cream. We need to be better about like doing that. We're we're like both entrepreneurs. And like, well, it's with, like hard to like, tell people to makeup like over a podcast because you know, like they can't see it. You know, well, if it was a video podcast, you really wanted to do a video, huh? Huh? I mean, if you wanted to show people, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe one of these days you'll do. You can put the makeup on me when I'm in your house one day. Oh gosh! So now people can, so people can see what it looks like on somebody with fair skin and somebody with tan skin. Everybody wants me to freaking put them in drag. I don't want. Like, I don't want that. You don't have to do that. You know, a publishing company will reach out. It's like, you know, what'll be really fun if you put someone in drag. And I'm like, <laughs> there's literally like, <laughs> that's not every thing. single freaking that's... like online content of like any magazine. Like they always want to put someone in drag, and it's like it's been done to death. I was thinking of putting it like on my wrist and you can like show the thing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I but wasn't also, about to say like do me up. No. We have swatches. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> on different I skins. Know. I don't know how makeup works at all, so But you know, we'll swatch on your face. How about that? On your beautiful, supple skin. Yeah, okay. That works. <laughs> Anyways. Alright. <laughs> Thank you for listening right. to our podcast, everybody. Um, this was Kim. That was John. If you like what you heard, subscribe. And don't be a hater. Thank you. <laughs>